Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. On that, good game so far. I'll keep you updated as we go. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Welcome in our buddy Joe DeLeon. Joe, how are you? Good, good. It's uh, not the best slate of college games right now, so definitely locked in on the NFL ones. The, the helmet uh, point you bring up, it's, it's weird. Whoever's in charge of these Colts uniforms in general, they need to uh, they need to go back to the drawing board and find someone else. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with these helmets, man. It, it makes them look like Martian helmets because they're big and blocky, and there's and it's so white that you, your eyes are drawn to it, but there's nothing to look at because there's no logo on it, Joe. It's just awful. Something that wasn't awful though is the continued play here of the Cincinnati Bengals and of our guy Jake Browning. Now, call me crazy, but if he continues to play like this. For the rest of the season, obviously he's not get, keeping the job because Joe Burrow's the man there. Is there any shot, in your opinion, a team might say, hmm, we need a starting quarterback, and this guy seems to throw for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns every week? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I think that that might end up being, uh, you know, a little too optimistic for him earning a full-time job. And you know, frankly, that's what gets a lot of franchises in trouble, that they're they're desperate to find a way to just mitigate them not having a young player or a future at the position. So they'll go and band-aid it with a backup who's played well. He hasn't played enough games, I think, to really feel like he could be a full-time starter. But one thing that Browning has done, which is huge for him, is that he's just really solidified that, one, he deserves to stay as the backup for the Cincinnati Bengals and I would even go as far as to say if he ever uh, finds his way on the open market again 
any team that has an older quarterback or one with a, a long injury history that plays a similar style to Browning should absolutely take a look at him. And we're, what we're finding out this year is that it is a premium to have a good backup quarterback. I mean, heck, the team that they just beat uh, can't figure out their situation the minute that Kirk Cousins went down. So having that good backup is huge. And I think that Jake Browning is, is played his way into uh, multiple seasons of security as a long-term backup, whether it's with the Bengals or, or another team. So the other game that's going on right now, as looks like Pittsburgh may have just scored again, Joe, with a blocked punt, which is uh, very interesting here. We await the call as we look uh, on the TV right now in the studio. So what are the Steelers going to do? Because it doesn't look like, at least as of yet, that Kenny Pickett is anywhere close to being the franchise quarterback that they need. Do you think there's any chance they could cut bait on him as early as this offseason? I don't think they're going to do it this offseason, but his situation feels eerily reminiscent to what happened with Mac Jones. We saw that that first season for Mac Jones, everybody was really excited, and everybody's like, wow, this guy's showing some, showing some really positive signs for the future. He fits with what Bill Belichick is looking for. And as the rest of the team started to get older, we started to realize that he's somebody who needs a lot of support around him in order for him to just play slightly above average. And Kenny Pickett, the same exact thing is happening for me. The lack of production is really concerning this early on in his career. And I think that after next season, if he doesn't take a strong step forward, they should really consider trading up the draft somebody, making a move to trade for one of these movable quarterbacks. I think that the flip side of this, though, is that if Daniel Jones can earn himself a contract the way that he did after just one good season and a couple bright spots, and getting his team to a playoff game and winning a playoff game, I think that that's the threshold that Kenny Pickett and the Steelers would be looking for is, okay, this guy might still be a little slow to come along. He might not exactly be uh, an exhilarating, exciting player. It's not like we've got Joe Burrow uh, as our quarterback of the future. This isn't C.J. Stroud, but he's doing enough to help us win games. So they'll give him that, you know, that extension and that long-term security. But I would say that, it would not surprise me if he doesn't get that same Mac Jones treatment. Talking all things NFL and college ball with our buddy Joe DeLeon. Check him out on the Believe Podcast Network on all your social media platforms as well. All right, Joe. Here in Atlanta, I know we've talked about Desmond Ritter before when I've had you on, but as we now get closer to the end of the regular season, in my opinion, just from you know talking and engaging with this fan base on a day-in, day-out basis – it doesn't feel like there's anything Desmond Ritter can really do at this point besides spinning four straight gems in a row and maybe even winning a playoff game for him to feel comfortable as QB1 going into next season. What are your thoughts on somebody that has just watched his season develop from the outside to where he is now? Yeah, I think that they really need to pull the plug and they need to figure out who that next guy is. I think that Desmond Ritter where they drafted him and the value that they got for him, it's, it's fine that if he ends up being your long-term backup. I, I think it's kind of like with, with Davis Mills and, and what's happened with the Texans. I think it's good to keep him around. He's, he's familiar with the system. He's familiar with the roster. And he's shown at least the capability to play well in spurts. But we know that he doesn't fit the billing of needing to step up to the plate and really help his team win when everything else isn't working. And, Right now, the Falcons are kind of playing their way into a potential spot where they could end up with Jaden Daniels, and I think that they shouldn't take any risk 
of potentially losing out on Jaden Daniels. And I think that if Arthur Smith is the head coach this upcoming season and he stays around, Daniels fits perfectly with what they're looking for. He, he expands the pocket well. Uh, he can throw on the run. His, his deep ball accuracy improved tremendously, and his ability to throw on the run and make plays, just a playmaker, what he brings to the table, I think would be great for what Arthur Smith needs. He needs a ball distributor, and he hasn't had one the entire time uh, that he's been the head coach for the Falcons. I don't think that they should even think twice. Trade up in a position. If they're not within the top five, trade up any any further. Don't let anybody um, scare them out of it or, or convince them that somebody's going to take him ahead of them. you got to do whatever you can to get Jaden Daniels because he's going to be the best fit for your team to take that next step forward. Well, you read my mind. That was going to be my next question about Jaden Daniels since the last time we spoke was before the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Obviously, Jaden Daniels taking home that piece of hardware. The other two guys, though, Joe, Bo Nix and Michael Penix, I have my questions about both of them at the next level. What are your thoughts as they look to enter the draft? Yeah, I I think that Bo Nix and Michael Penix are a little bit riskier of prospects than than we really – feel that they are and as they were perceived at one point this season I, I look at Michael Penix they're, they're risky for two different reasons Michael Penix is a, a deep injury history multiple ACL tears I believe shoulder injuries just a, a very long list of injuries that he has dealt with and when you have a quarterback like that and an older quarterback it's a huge huge risk to invest a first round pick in a player uh, like him because you could end up having him unavailable a ton. And we see that already right now with Joe Burrow where he's injury prone and his lack of availability is going to prevent them from uh, having long-term success and and for them being able to win Super Bowls. It's nice that the Bengals get to the playoffs, but we know that they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, And the flip side of things with with Bo Nix, his risk is more that I worry if he's capable to do more than just hits the short to intermediate routes. I feel like in the in the playoff game that was his or not the playoff game, the Pac twelve championship game that was his real only test this season, except for the other time that they played Washington. And when he was asked to step up to the plate and make big plays, he, he turned the ball over. He couldn't connect and find his receivers because Washington schemed so effectively and said, you know what, Bo, if you're a Heisman trophy candidate, you come out and beat us and he couldn't get that job done. That offense that he played in was was really, in a way, handicapping him because, again, it's very short to intermediate, and it's not really setting him up to do anything too difficult, things that are gonna, he's going to be asked to do in the NFL. And we were just talking about Kenny Pickett right now. I, I think that there could be some similarities between him and Kenny Pickett, being an older prospect that is much further along, uh, that's a late bloomer, that plays in a system with good receivers that have boosted his stats. So, it's a little bit hard to tell if, if he can play in a situation where he goes to a bad team with a bad roster and bad receivers if he can uh, outplay that situation. So I think both the guys, both those guys, again, could be quite risky for a team that uh, is starting over with a really, really bad roster. Here in Georgia, Joe, we are awaiting on bated breath for the decision of Carson Beck. He's either going to go pro or he's going to come back for one more year. If you were him, what would you do? If I was him, I would go back. I think that there's this not long history, but a recent history of one-year starters that haven't really panned out in the NFL. And I think that he has the benefit of coming back to 
a really good program and to be able to improve and progress and refine his game uh, to become a really good prospect. The big thing here with him is if he does declare, he's realistically going to be the fourth quarterback taken. But if he waits until next season, he could be the first guy. And I think it's very likely that he ends up being the first quarterback selected in the 2025 NFL draft. The only people that he's really competing with are J.J. McCarthy. If J.J. McCarthy comes back and Cam Ward, it's not a very, very long list of of guys that he would be uh, fighting for for that top spot. So I say go back you know, develop your skills and, and end up getting the huge bag of being the first overall pick. Joe, last one. If you're a team like, let's say, the New England Patriots and you're potentially letting go of your all-time head coach and Bill Belichick and he's going to hit the market, what what team do you think best suits his skill set right now as an older coach in the NFL with old school principles because the obvious answer that I've seen from everyone is the chargers. But if you look at the chargers and you look at their roster and you look at their cap situation, it's not as pretty as it might seem. Yeah. I think the deal with Bill Belichick, I I think that for him and I don't, I don't think any of this is going to happen because he's probably got an aspiration to keep coaching, but the way that Tom Coughlin went out, I know that Bill Belichick is way more accomplished than Tom Coughlin, but to take over as like a president for a team and, and to just run the, the front office, I think is more in line with what he should do. I, I feel like for him to, you know, end his career so ungracefully, potentially going to another destination uh, and it not working out. But if he does decide to coach, I, I, I got to say that the Chargers do seem like they're the best situation for him to take over because, yes, the cap is a mess and, you know, there's a lot of, bad contracts that they might need to figure out and, and a lot of big contracts that they're paying out. And some of their first rounders haven't necessarily truly panned out as we're seeing with Quentin Johnston, but out of any of these teams that are going to be open, that truly feels like the most win now. And Bill Belichick realistically coaches maybe five more years. He doesn't have time to go through a rebuild. And I also think for his own legacy, he's not going to want to go through a rebuild. So we, we even also might see, I feel like it might be good for him to take a year off like we saw with Sean Payton. And and I know that Sean Payton was doubted so early on with the Broncos, but he stepped into a situation where he could pick what he, what he wanted. And he was able to pick a team that had a lot of young pieces and a veteran quarterback. And I feel like Bill Belichick would be smart to do something similar. All right, Joe, appreciate the time as always. Check him out on the believe podcast network, wherever you get your podcasts and on all social media handles as well. Joe, appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the football. Of course. Thanks for having me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.